today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. Derek Jason. Here. Oh, I'm sorry. Derek here. God. <laughs> Off to a rip-roaring start. Bad start, man. Sorry. We've only been doing this for three consecutive weeks. Oh, the same God. Uh, so, uh, broke a story this weekend. A little story about Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. They tied the knot in Las Vegas, and um, I got... Look, we broke this, and I think I know what happened here. They got married. This is not going to be the big thing. I mean, they're not just eloping and then, you know, just getting on with their lives. There's going to be a huge party. Yeah. But the way this happened, what I'm told is they they secretly wanted to just get over on everybody here and and get married and nobody would know about it and it was almost like they wanted to be ordinary people doing it. It's why they went to, I mean, we found out they got the license, the marriage license on Saturday, the day they got married. So they fly up there, they get the license and they did it, I think that day, because they, if it were hanging Thursday or Wednesday, people would have found it. We found it on Saturday, but, uh, excuse me, we found it early Sunday morning. But so they get the marriage license, they go to this little chapel, they wait in line with three other people, which makes a lot of sense because yeah. if they close, because look, if they close this chapel down to go get married, it was going to leak out. Yeah. Yeah. And I so the flag. everything they did, they wanted to do it. It's almost, you know what it's like? It's like Beyonce dropping, you know, music right. without any notice. But it was not drunkenly impulsive, right? It no, was somewhat no, planned. No, no, like they it, wanted to go there and was, get married. It was yeah. very intentional. They flew up there for that purpose. They got married. It was all their plan, but they didn't tell anybody. Because they wanted to pull one over. And based on what we know, I don't think any of their people knew about it. It's interesting. I read I read about their previous engagement 20 years ago. It was around 2002, 2003. Um, one of the reasons she said they broke it off was uh, they were having to get three decoys to even pull off the wedding. So a lot of it was the sort of well, that's pressure. not why, that's not that's why, not you, why break you, you break it off. But no, they it's said not that even was annoying. A, it's not even a little reason why you break it off. That's ridiculous. <laughs> no, there were quotes Are in, you, in a lot of the, oh, yeah, in a lot they, of the reports that oh I saw. Oh my that god, said, do you think <laughs> there was a quote that was not accurate? <laughs> I don't or a lie? Heavens to Oh my god, where are my pearls? But you're seeing the maturity, right, that's yeah. between them, right? They don't care as much anymore as they used to about all the little stuff. They wanted to get married. They didn't want the media to get their hands on it. And so they just went and they did it. And I think you're right. There's obviously something huge planned. They're going to have the there party is. with no, there the, is. the famous people and all their you know, friends and everybody and family. But here they just wanted to get married because they're madly in love. They realized 20 years has passed. Maybe it's wasted time. Maybe they just had to grow, go through this period of growth and they have these families uh, that are separate and now bring them together. And it's very sweet and very mature. And I think it's great. One thing though, you pictured the top as JLo and Ben got engaged. It's did I, did Je- I say engaged? Uh, got married. Sorry. Yeah, married. It's Jennifer Affleck. And Ben Affleck. That's right. Well, I am stunned by the fact that she has changed her name, which she announced in the press, the, the statement that she put out. This is the most stunned by stunning it. thing of the whole story. This is what my mother uh, texted me about. She's like, she's now JF? She, like, she's, she's no JF, longer JLo. Which is a strange. Apparently, <laughs> legally. I mean, we haven't seen the legal documents, but that's what she wrote. Jennifer Lynn Affleck. It, she signed I, the public notice with that. I am stunned I by thought it. there would be a greater chance that he would be Ben Lopez <laughs> than she would be Jennifer Affleck. Oddly, though, did you guys hear Alex Rodriguez is now Alex Lopez? He just changed it. <laughs> he's like, I'll take your name. Right, exactly. It's open now. It's available? Right. It really is stunning. It's shocking. Yeah. She's no longer J-Lo. I mean, obviously, that's going to be her stage name. She's going to go by that, presumably. But 
I, I, well, I, no, no, no. I mean, is it? I, well, maybe not. Maybe I'm a judge, jumping to conclusion. But she's a 50-something-year-old woman, insanely successful and well-known, and she changed her name. I don't know why when she I'm was married to Mark Anthony, she wasn't Jennifer Anthony. She wasn't. <laughs> Certainly not. She wasn't. And they had two kids. Or maybe she was just in, 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 a, you know, in the moment, in the peak of the moment, you know, sort of signed it that way, but isn't really going to commit to Although, it. Although, you're right. It could be just legally she's saying that's her name, but she's still going to keep her stage name. We'll know when a movie ch- comes out if she's star- starring Jennifer Affleck. How it's does possible. she yeah. do that? It's it's wild. She she is the I mean they're both so famous uh, they're they're beyond famous but she is more famous as Jennifer Lopez than like if anyone is going to seed their name. I, I, well, you and I have debated Ben Affleck's fame. I think he is. He's up there. I think he. I, well, it, it, we're comparing apples and and, <laughs> and different no, types of different apples. types of apples. <laughs> Granny Smith. <laughs> okay, and delicious. We're gonna move on. Uh, on the uh, continuing on the home front. Tristan Thompson. The so, exact opposite of a, neg- yeah. of a marriage story. So. I, I, this is I, also beautiful. This I, is young love. <laughs> I've got a theory. <laughs> I've got a theory about this. So, you know, we got video of him in um in, in Greece um holding hands with this woman. Um he's been partying there. The, it's we, at 5 a.m. You should note that he's holding hands with her wandering we, around. We broke a story last week that um that Chloe and Tristan are having a baby by surrogate. And that this was planned before she found out that he was having a baby with another person and then they broke up and everything else. But, you know, they've always talked about co-parenting and that they're co-parenting true and it's working well and everything else. I, I got to tell you, and you guys have kids and I don't, so, you know, you tell me, but it just seems to me. This kid is, I think the kid's born by now, because when we did the story, we were told yep. that it was imminent within a day or two, and if it may have already been born. So I think this kid has been born. If he's been in Greece, I, I'm starting to think, this is not a co-parenting thing. This is going to be a visitation thing from time to time. Yep. But I don't know. When I saw this, I thought, this is not It's a hard co-parent. to reconcile yeah. a good co-parenting you know situation I mean? with the fact he's in Greece at the, at, surrounding the moment when this child's going to be born. It's it, impossible it, to reconcile. It feels that way to me. It feels more and more like Chloe wanted a full biological sibling for True and wanted him to be the biological father, but didn't necessarily want to participate in parenting with him. Because yeah. if the baby's born, it's one thing not to show up to the labor room. It is a surrogate, so maybe that's a little different than you know showing up to, to, to Chloe's uh, giving birth. But you'd be around when it, when a baby is born. If not, then the it's, other possibility it's a strong, strong signal that he's just sort of the sperm donor. The, the other possibility is that Chloe had one understanding of what the relationship was going to be going in, and Tristan has pulled the plug on that. I mean, look, Ugh, this to woman publicly agree- humiliate her again uh, at some but, point, but, right? But that's my point. He's done it before. Like why? Well, you kind of are. Yes, I, I am. I, th- right. I think he's, he's earned it though to Jason's I, point. Well, no, I think he is who he is and Chloe knows that and he's living his life the way he wants to live it and he has a right to. And she, you know, has said, I'm done and I believe that, but the, she also talked about co-parenting and that was, I, I, I'm trying to think back. I think that was said long before this whole thing about the new baby. But where does that land you? That that she's on board with this idea that he is able to see other people and, and she's okay with it? Or that she's not okay not she's surprised? They're not together. She's made herself humiliation No, no, no. Proof, they're, like. they're not together. The only thing I'm saying is, in terms of co-parenting, it's weird to me because they've always been co-parenting true through all the ups and downs. Yes. 
but you can't like co-parent True and not co-parent this this little boy. Well, you could. How I, I, how do you do that when both are with Chloe and they're both Tristan's kid? It's weird. It's it's it, well, that's un- undoubtedly true. I, I I don't know. I mean, I, I think first of all, we have to we have to hold open the possibility that Chloe is not okay with this relationship, and she keeps thinking that he might be a changed man. He says all the right things. Oh, I, don't think, gets, I, I, I don't think. I don't think so. I, I, oh, I think man. we I underestimate. Mean, how, many, how many times can you fall for the same sort of? I, I trap? think we we underestimate the ability of someone who desperately wants something. No, but there's no the evidence of that. There is evidence though that they have a kid, well, and he's in Greece. And all I'm saying is. It's like if if this were any kind of a relationship where you would even hold out hope, he'd be in L.A. for the birth of this kid. I, I agree. I, I do think I, there's, it's they have a very unconventional relationship. Yes, but she was I, clearly admit, devastated I, in that video that we saw from the Kardashian show when she found out that he had impregnated another woman during the course of the thing. She was really hurt by that. She was hurt, but she was upset. Remember, she said, if you're going to walk around, she wasn't crying in the in the scene where she's talking to Kim. She's saying, look, uh, wear protection. It wasn't like a tearful, I'm surprised that Tristan would do this oh, again. Do you remember the scene? Yeah. She's, she's sort of telling I, I, Kim, I, I, hey, I, you know, bag it up. They all felt bad for it. I, I, I here's think we've got to move on. No. Oh, here's my read of this. I think we need to understand. <laughs> no, because I don't I, we're not on the same page on this. I don't think she's upset by seeing him walk around hand in hand oh with God. a woman in Mykonos at 5 a.m. The reason is this is 5 a.m. after a night of clubbing. She knows Tristan likes to club and likes to go to bed with women. This doesn't look like a relationship to me. This is not him strolling around a farmer's what, market, what, what, which would be more hurtful. Ah, what you know are what we talking, talking about? He's You're just, talking about co-parenting. We're yeah, talking about it's like why, he's but, sleeping but that with ship, women. That's what he does. But that ship has sailed. What ship? The ship on their uh, relationship. Gone. There's, I agree. That's okay, why I don't think this why, is hurtful. I think this is just Tristan. No, but why, why are we even talking about that? It's irrelevant. Oh, only because you had it on the list. No. <laughs> uh, what I'm, what, I mean, the issue is that they just had a kid together. That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. The relationship is over, but they have a kid together. And the point I was making was co-parenting. That it, uh, I mean, look. How you do t- you co-parent no, when you're you, in Greece? You, well, you tell me. If, is it not a sign if he's... You know, thousands of miles away, and this baby's being born, and he's not bonding with this baby. Isn't that a sign that this is not going to be a co-parenting situation? It's not a sign. It's a declaration of a lack of co-parenting. So then how do you not co-parent with the boy, but co-parent with True? Oh, you, I, I, oh, you I gendered it. I, I, yeah, I can't answer the question. I, there's no in, because I, there's no answering it, right? There's no way to say that they can. H- how do you co-parent one when you have another one who's the same biological ki- kid? I'll, I'll sense answer sense. it. He's in Mykonos during maybe the birth of the baby. Uh, the early stages of of a child being born are very mother centered. Jason knows this as well as I do. They are. No, not, I, I don't know. Neither do you. You you talk all the time about how you went skin to skin with I your child. I did go skin to skin, but there's only so much you can do in those early going. We can't yet say that he's not going to co-parent just based on the birth of the child and this period in Greece. Oh, right? I he think could come back and become a very involved father. We have no idea. He, he could, yes. <laughs> or he could just be banging chicks in Greece for the rest of his life. And if I'm betting, I'll probably bet on this. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. 
R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Okay, we're going to move on. Uh, Ted Cruz. So Ted Cruz is now saying that the Supreme Court was all wrong on the same-sex marriage ruling. Yes. It kind of aligns with what Clarence Thomas had said. Although with Clarence Thomas, it's like, what about this gaping hole of interracial marriages, which is the same principle as same-sex marriage? Well, he didn't want to bring that one up because he's in one. It, it's just well, so he might, trans- he might say it's up to the state. The states are allowed to outlaw it. So, yeah. so Ted Cruz is saying the decision was wrong, um, that the court was overreaching, that you now have um, a legislature in Texas that has now called – um, homosexual conduct deviant. And I, I got to tell you, the more I think about this, did they really believe what they're saying? Or is this just starting a culture war or not, or, or, or really just inflaming a culture war? Because I think it's more than that. They're doing things though. Well, yeah, but this I, is not I, I guess, just culture I, I guess war what I'm anymore. Roe v. Wade was overturned. No, I mean, no, they're making moves. But it's like, you know, what I'm saying is, you know, Ted Cruz is saying there. You know, that we're steeped in tradition of, um, you know, that that uh, marriage was between a husband and a wife for hundreds of years. Well, slavery was in place for a long time too, but that didn't make it right. Yeah, uh, but that was, that was overturned through a constitutional amendment. That's right. That would be t- Ted Cruz's point on this. Yeah. Overturned through a I think don't take it seriously at your peril. They're now overturning things. Clarence Thomas laid out a roadmap. I think there will be a test case but, on well, this. Well, but and, I mean, equal and he'll have five e- or six votes. But e- e- equal protection is a vague term that was interpreted to embrace but a that's, lot. That's the real difference, right, between these two cases, why Ted Cruz is going to lose this argument even before this court is because the right to privacy that Roe v. Wade and other cases was based upon was read into the Constitution by a liberal activist court in the 1970s. The equal protection has been in the, in the Constitution since its inception. And no, that's not the inception. Equal protection has it was applied to the states with regard to the in the fifteenth right, amendment. Incep- the inception was before the Bill of Rights. No, the inception of the Constitution. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, it, it was there, and so in and out. Now it's been applied to to same sex marriage for the first time, but there's constitutional backing for it that there really isn't. Derek and I have talked about the fact that as much as we believe in pro-choice. It's hard to make that constitutional argument well, on the face of the Constitution. Ruth Bader Ginsburg make said that same point. It right? Should she made the point and said, yeah. "Why didn't they decide this unequal protection? It would have been such a better case." Right. Instead, they shoehorned it in through this privacy argument right. that was pretty weak. I right. think this is just as vulnerable, though. Really? I mean, look, there yeah, are there too. are equal protection underpinnings, but there's also in Obergefell language about a fundamental right of marriage, and what Clarence Thomas and those conservative justices hate are reading fundamental rights into the but wait a minute. But, but that aren't mentioned. There's no mention of marriage. I, I, I'm There's not, no mention of a right to it. I'm not talking about the Supreme Court right now. I'm talking about Ted Cruz. And and look. Yeah, but he's signaling to well, the court, right? Well, I, I, but you know? I, I think he's not signaling to the court. I think he's signaling to a lot of people in America. And, you know, this is political. This is not legal. It's political. And he clearly thinks that he's connecting with a political base to say that same-sex marriage should be overturned. Um, I think he's embracing the whole Texas legislature thing. And I guess my bigger point is, and I I was thinking a lot about it this weekend. I mean, because look, I I really fear a civil war in this country in 2024. I really do. And I think there is this push 
not even so much that people are against something, but they feel it's good to be against something because it signals something. And I don't know what that something is, but he's clearly appealing to a base. This is not a legal argument. This is a political and, argument. And, and what you're saying is right. He's appealing to a base because if you look, first of all, Texas is a quickly uh, a state quickly moving left, right? Huge influx of population from California and other places. Its politics have moved left. The senatorial races are close. He's appealing to that base of support, that one third of the country that is hardcore conservative. And he's looking to shore up that base as Donald Trump did so effectively and others have done so effectively. But it's an interesting political play with me in a place like, for me in a place like Texas. I think the politics are going to get away from him a little bit. Don't, don't you think yeah, so? Yeah, I, I think what he's doing is he's he you know the party has been so successful in terms of consolidating power recently that yeah. they need to nurse to shore up the base in your in your in, in your analogies they they need to uh, nurse old grievances or and so losing the the same sex marriage case years ago by the right. way Obergefell was under the Obama administration many many years in ago. a conservative court by the way a conservative court not as conservative as right. now but a quite conservative court and they're just trying to mototivate the party to go to the ballot box we still got work to do because Roe has been overturned and they've run on Roe for but, but, years but and now they don't have Roe so what so they got to run on something, so which what's, is same-sex marriage. What's behind that? That suddenly people are, you know, I, I mean, look, maybe not suddenly. I'm sure there's a group. There are people who think that, it was wrong for No, there, years, there are Army. clearly like, a lot of people. Yeah. But I think as time has gone on, it's become less of an issue. Uh, for sure. To you. No, no, no. no. That Political, I mean, if you look at polling and stuff like that, same-sex marriage is overwhelmingly supported by by Americans. I, I agree. And, but but and, not by that, that by that strong base that Not by have. that strong base. And that's but an that interesting base, political but that, uh, t- I thought that base had whittled down. He clearly doesn't. Oh, Donald Trump proved it hasn't. There's exactly. A, there's a 40, they win elections on those days. There's a 42% well, that... Because of the but I guess the question is, I guess the question is, how far does it go? You know, Donald Trump has, you know, abused power. He's done all sorts of horrible things. But that doesn't necessarily mean that people want him to overturn Roe, that people want him to, yeah. you know, dismantle same-sex marriage yeah. and and on and on and on. I, I don't think the two are necessarily the same. Oh, I think they want him to do those things and are willing to tolerate all of the other things that he does that they don't necessarily support. The weird thing to me is that this all seems so disingenuous to me. Donald Trump was pro-abortion before he ran for president, and nothing happened in his life to make him radically switch. He was laissez-faire when it came to gay people. Yeah. yeah, lots yeah. of lots of different. He, he was pro gun control. Are you saying he has no principles? Well, I'm saying he, I'm saying he has no principles <laughs> yeah. and he has no belief system. And the party I mean, doesn't the, the, care. The, and the party doesn't. The, but the, the thing is, he's. This is what makes it so dangerous. He doesn't have a belief system. It's just about power. Yes. Yeah, I, I I agree with you guys one hundred percent. But I, is that really that different than any other politician we've seen? His his Donald Trump's about faces are more stark than we've seen other places but and he's been are, public for so long we've but, seen this shift so right quickly. but the, yeah. but there have been I, I mean bill clinton was an obvious example he governed one way he said things he completely betrayed them in the next breath um and, and i think hillary clinton largely lost because people saw that she was of that same sort of political ilk and i think donald trump then lost the second time through because people didn't trust what he was going to say but i just don't think it's He's been the most stark example and maybe the worst offender maybe. we've had in, in our lifetimes. Maybe. With the possible exception of, you know, Richard but Nixon or somebody like that. There's no, uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, not even close. 
But you say not even close. Not even close. You say he's taxed so hard, but he's unprincipled. I think he has now backed himself into a corner that he has become the most principled member of the party for the base. The base now feels like he could never go back to being pro-life and things like that because he has become such a villain to the left that there's no way he could switch his allegiances Matt, well, now. Well, well, no, no, he's never going to. sort of he's moderated never gonna, himself and was in the middle. He, uh, the only point I'm making, I'm the point I'm making is when you look at Ted Cruz, it feels very Trumpy to me that yeah. it's not even about how you feel. It's just this will fly. Uh, you know what I mean? Ted Cruz is very results-driven. I think Ted Cruz is more principled than that. I think Ted Cruz truly believes that se- that that uh, marriage is between a man and a woman. I think he truly believes that. I don't think Donald Trump believes that at all. I don't think he cares. I think Ted Cruz is principled, maybe principled in a, the most bigoted possible way, right? But I think but he's, he's principled. But con- he's much more consistent than Donald Trump. For I'm sure. not saying he's not consistent, but have, has he been vocal on this up until now? I oh, he was vocal back know. in the when this case was being decided. He absolutely disagreed well, with it. Legally, I get yeah. it, but politically, because I, I see a difference between legally and politically. Yeah, and sure. and I think he's talking politically now, and that's different than talking legally. I mean, look, we all went to law school. We know what strict construction is. We, you know, it's it's kind of a ridiculous concept, I think, but there are people who embrace it. And there are people who embrace it not for bigoted reasons. They embrace it because that's the way they understand the law. And I disagree with them, but this feels different to me that it's not about that legal argument. It's what flies politically. Well, there's a way to be cynical about it. And then there's a way to you could take him at his word that he's trying to save the soul of America. And he feels like America has drifted away from the fundamental values that the country was founded upon. <sighs> you know, the, the, the Christian fundamentalists believe this stuff very deeply. Yeah. I mean, is that I, I don't believe it's sincere. I, I believe he's a pretty what, cynical what, guy. What, I believe what, what, what's, is, what's, but, what's better, right? To be true to yourself as a horrible bigot or to be politically playing the bigot card just for votes. I, they're I both know. noxious. They're both I don't noxious. Know. I, I agree. I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> Not sure which it is. Anyway, good, good note. Happy Monday. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I've just been, t- I, honestly, I, I've been thinking about this for a long time and I, I spent a lot of time just thinking about it over the weekend that it's just, we are heading in a direction that is really scary. The 2024 elections are terrifying. I can't, it, it, assuming if a Democrat were to win the, that election, Here's the problem. If a Democrat wins the election, they, they're right now it's set up that they're going to lose the electoral college, electoral college. No, even if they won the electoral college in the Biden, the Biden coalition of states holds, holds together, does the does, does this this group on the right who believes that if the Democrats win, it is proof of fraud? That tautology, right? If they win, it's because they, they defrauded. If they lose, it's because it was a true, true election. How does that not result in to to, to paraphrase Mike Pence? You know, in, in battles in the streets. Yeah, I, I, it's it's a real it's possibility. Stark. Oh God! Yeah. See you Wednesday, buddy. Bye. 